Welcome to Hello Church. I'm Wade Bearden. And I'm Justin Trapp. And today we're going to be talking about how to create a sermon series, some of our best practices. You know, Wade and I, we launched Ministry Pass almost seven years ago. And since then, we have created, our team has created over 1,200 yeah, sermon wild. series. We have a we have a, a bajillion Christmas sermon series, oh, yeah. an Easter sermon series, That's a crazy. sermon series on every book of the Bible. And needless to say, we've learned, I mean, honestly, when I think about it, we've created a sermon series to last a few lifetimes. Oh, yeah. Like you could download every sermon series for Ministry Pass and and not be able to preach them over the course of your life. Yeah. It's, it's pretty wild. So we've we've learned a few things along the way. We've learned what not to a do. A few uh, tricks of the trade. Uh, yeah, you know, we've uh, we've gotten some lessons, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to share those with you. So let's dive right in. Episode episode sixty. Sixty. It's a it's a landmark Man, episode. We're almost sixty. We're almost eligible to get our senior citizen podcast discount. Yeah, we're gonna get so we're gonna be collecting social security for yep. our podcast yeah. ads. Yeah, iTunes, hook it up. <laughs> so I think the first thing is for for me uh, in sermon series is uh, just collect ideas mm-hmm. and make it make it a habit as you're thinking through sermon series. You just come across ideas or images or illustrations uh, to write those down. So for me, whenever I'm creating a sermon, I go to my list of sermon illustrations that I think could be useful and I, I pull one or two from there. Make it a habit to write down sermon series ideas. If you say, oh, it would be good to talk about this subject from this angle. Oh, I haven't preached through this book of the Bible yet. I should do that. Collect those ideas. If you see a pastor down the street or a pastor online preaching a sermon series that piques your interest, write it down so that when you sit down to create a sermon series, your mind isn't blank. You have begun to think through and pray through. God, what would you have us talk about next? Well, I mean, I love this because uh, let's say you're going to, I use the forgiveness uh, example a lot, but let's say you want to do a sermon series on forgiveness, but it's not coming for eight months. As you begin to collect items, you hear stories, you can just add them to this collection, right? This vault. And over time, uh, you know, that content, you just get multiple things that you have at your disposal. You may not use all of them, but it gives you a great starting place. And one of the things I love about sermonaries, sermonaries are uh, sermon-based or cloud-based sermon writing platform, Mm -hmm. is there's a My Ideas section. Yeah. And, and and you can use my ideas. You can create a new idea and just kind of throw it in there. But you can also, if you know that you want to do a sermon series and you want to call it this, but you're just not there yet, you can create a new sermon series in Seminary. You can add the first week and just dump your ideas in there. We have quote blocks. Maybe you see a quote and you're like, man, I, w- I want to make sure I add this in this particular week. You can mm-hmm. add the quote. You can add an image. You know, you can add a passage. You can actually add a few different things. And then walk away, and and it stays uh, in your collection in your dashboard on the seminary, and then you just come back to that at will. So I, I think that's a really uh, important tool that you have at your disposal. Yes, and then whenever you have a, a sermon series that you're going to plan, I always tell people to plan with the end in mind. And it's funny because whenever you read through the books of the Bible, it becomes very apparent that the authors have an end goal for each of their books. So like John, he gets to the end and he's like, I've written these things so that you would believe. Uh, you read through Romans or Galatians, Paul has 
a main idea that he wants to communicate. What's that main idea? And if you're preaching through a book or a passage of scripture across your sermon series, uh, you, can, you can use that as your main idea. If you're preaching a topical sermon series, as you start to read through God's word and read through those topics, say, okay, what is my end goal? After people have walked through this series, mm-hmm. what are they gonna do next? Are they gonna be inspired and empowered to evangelize? Are they going to be uh, pushed towards specific discipleship practices? What what are you wanting your people to do? And if you have that end goal in mind, that's so important. What you don't wanna do is to think of a fun series title and this cool angle. I've never done this. And this cool ever. illustration and build your whole series around it. Because it, d- <sighs> the, the first week might be interesting, but it just, it's like, not good. Don't like, do that. Like outer space or <laughs> something like that. Uh, like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I've never heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you want the reason why you want to summarize it, right? You want, you want a sticky statement. I think mm-hmm. Andy Stanley talks about a sticky mm-hmm. statement. Because you're going to be preaching lots of content. Let's say it's a four-week series and each message is 35 minutes. That's 140 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like two and a half hours worth of content, right? And your people aren't going to memorize all that. They're going to, not going to remember all it. They're not going to retain it all. But if you can boil it down to a sticky statement, something that kind of connects, that, is, that doesn't necessarily have to be clever. It has to be clear, right? What, what are you trying to say about... Uh, God's word mm-hmm. uh, in this series. What is what is one principle or, or idea, right, that you can communicate that six months from now it sort of sticks, right? That you have all these uh, sayings in our life and in our culture, and and you know it's like um, I'm 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 drawing a blank on like some like the like for instance like it's like it takes like 21 days to form a habit or something okay, like yeah. like uh, we just remember those things like it's just mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's true anymore, yeah. but but people. It's said such, it so much that it feels yeah right? and so what you want to do is you want to incorporate this statement throughout your entire series you want to say it over and over again so that six months from now um, when they think about this particular topic or this particular book of the bible that you covered they think about that statement yeah so make sure you have a statement for your for your series and a lot of times i like to do this even before you name the series yeah you say this is the topic here's what i'm saying about the the topic and then go through and plan out okay how long is my sermon series going to be and give yourself a big idea a main topic statement for each week in the series and so what you've got is you've got here's my my main point and then here are the subpoints that support that main point. And if you do that, like you're well on your way to planning a strategic and a quality sermon series. And you haven't even talked about branding or or name yet. Uh, you just mm-hmm. talked about the content. Uh, an apple a day. That's what I was trying to recall. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, another thing that you want to do is you want to determine how this topic impacts people's daily lives. Mm-hmm. So you want to research the topic and pop culture. You want to research the topic in scripture, obviously, prayerfully, hopefully, pastors, come on. Um, we assume that, 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 that right? Yeah, right. Uh, you want to pay attention to what people are sharing about this topic in their personal lives. Um, it's amazing. You could, I mean, you could literally go on Facebook and just do a search, right, for, for any keyword, and you can see posts of people 
uh, using that keyword in, mm. in you know in, in their in their post and see what just the world is saying about a particular topic. Uh, you can even do it with verses on Facebook. It's kind of yeah. crazy. You know what I like to do too is if you are if you're let's say you're teaching about happiness, like what makes a happy life. Uh, do something like this. Go and get like the Billboard top ten songs, um, the top ten highest grossing movies of the year, and then just briefly kind of go through and say, okay, what are these? What do these pop cultural icons say about happiness? Mm-hmm. And try to work through that. And that doesn't mean you have to even talk about those things. No. But what you're doing is just saying, okay, this is what the Bible says. This is what Jesus taught about happiness. And this is what everyone in our cultural climate teaches about happiness. So then you can begin addressing mm-hmm. and bringing God's truth to those issues. And that's why I think it's important to study pop culture when you're putting together a sermon series in a sermon, not because you're preaching pop culture, but you're trying to figure out what captures in this current climate the hearts and mind of your people. And oftentimes, if you can connect God's timeless truths to something that is in pop culture, it, it actually becomes even more powerful. Uh, another thing you wanna do is you figure out the logistics of each sermon in your series. So you want the topic and the main point of each message. You want to determine that. Before you start ever getting into your sermon prep, you want to say, what is the big idea of this message and this passage that I'm using? Uh, You want to determine how long is this message going to be and the structure. Like, am I using a three-point method? Am I using more of an apologetics format? Am I using the, I use the Andy Stanley uh, method, which is me, we, God, you, we. Uh, popularized in communicating for change and so like what what is the structure you're using and then what is the main scripture and do you have a supporting scripture so you're wanting to like map all these things out before you ever start you know throwing things into to the barrel so to speak as you write and build your message the week of or or the the week before and then you got to decide like who's preaching this are you preaching this is someone on Mm -hmm. your team preaching this uh figure out all these things because these are going to be helpful you don't want to be doing these things right determining these things on saturday or friday well and and when you map it out you can say oh this pastor would be really good to talk about Mm -hmm. this topic and i think that's i think that's super helpful and we've all done this where we we have this funny story that happens to us and we want to fit it into the next sermon that we preach just because it's funny and it doesn't connect. But if we have our calendar and our sermon series planned out, we can say, oh, this is a really good story. I'm going to drop it into to this sermon. And that's why I love sermon seminary so much is it's a cloud-based uh, sermon writing word processor that we've created. You can literally create a sermon for each of the message in the series and then just drop in blocks of ideas as you as you go through. Uh, another thing that you want to do is in order to broaden and reach and uh, broaden and deepen your reach, you're wanting to maybe consider utilizing this content matter, right? In your children's ministry, oh, yeah. in your youth ministry. You know, ministry pass when we release our sermon calendars every year, we try to do the same where we create parallel content so that the entire family is working through a particular topic. Maybe it's on um, generosity, right? And 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 the content is different. You know, like the, what you're going to preach to the adults is obviously different than, than kids' church, 
but but maybe the passage is the same and the concept is the same and the overall topic is 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 the same they're just learning at their specific age level and so as the family's going home or they're spending the weekend together um they can talk about those things and i think that's a really powerful thing when if i can go to church to learn about something or hear the pastor preach about something and then my son's are hearing it and then you know over lunch we can talk about it together uh i think that's kind of a a beautiful moment for us to be able to do that yeah and our church does that and i love talking about it with my son i did this a few days ago where i get to talk to him about uh, the main topic in church and so i think that's great i think too after you nail this down what you want to do is begin planning in advance so maybe you don't plan in advance maybe you plan your sermon series last minute if you can start planning ahead, you can, you can okay, I've got this sermon series for the next four or five, six weeks laid out, and then begin going further. And when you do that, once again, it just deepens everything. You know, you read a book and it speaks about marriage and you say, oh, I've already got a, a sermon series about marriage in five months. I'm actually just going to take this and put this here. Uh, it just really helps out. So really plan ahead your calendar year and say to yourself where do i want my people to go over the next year where does god want me to take my people over the next five years what topics do i need to cover Mm -hmm. Uh, what theological issues what practical issues do i need to talk about in this next half decade however long it might be Um, but let's be intentional about where we want where where we we know God wants us to go. We actually have a popular page on our website, ministrypass.com. Go to ministrypass.com forward slash sermon dash topics. We can put that in the show notes. And we have mm-hmm. a page where we just list out uh, various preaching topics that you may be able to address as you're uh, building uh, you know, a, a roadmap, you know, a content roadmap for yourself. Um, you know, I, I love what you said, planning ahead. We, at Ministry Pass, I know we've mentioned this. We've created over 1,200 sermon series, and we have sermon calendars, and yeah. they are discipleship roadmaps for you. Uh, we have a topical. We have a book by book. We have a youth. We have a kids. We have a lectionary one now. Mm-hmm. We have the gospel story, which is a chronological walk through the Bible. Um, and, you know, in order to plan in advance, I think a lot of times there's this pressure, right, for us to, like, go away on a two-day retreat with our team and try to plan out the whole year and you know sometimes you're just not able to do that and so what we've liked to do is walk alongside you and provide you with some resources that can help you sort of get started right we've had pastors say hey listen i'm busy i'm bivocational so i'll just take your 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 topical sermon calendar and i'll use it and i just this is what i'm going to do the next year some pastors and churches have said hey we love we actually look at these every year we're so excited and we use like a few of the series in your uh, calendars and then we add our own but it, it just is so great and inspirational for us gives us new ideas and um, so whatever works for you but we do have these discipleship roadmaps that you can kind of take a look at our sermon calendars and see if one could fit your church and kind of what you want to accomplish uh from a content perspective like yeah. what things what books of the bible do you want to go through what topics do you want to address and um take a look at those we th- i think they may be helpful and and what we allow within our calendars and what you have to do as well with your calendar is to just uh be flexible yeah and be open to prayer god the holy spirit can speak to us six months in advance and say hey we want you mm-hmm. uh, G- god says i want you to to plan this sermon series on this topic we feel that leading Uh, and then he can also speak to us a week in advance so be flexible but if you have that plan in place 
you're really ready to go and, and you're thinking and praying about where God wants you to be uh, rather than just saying, oh, God can only speak to me last minute. You're saying, God can, you know, the Holy Spirit can speak to me at any time. I want to be open to that and make the most steward the time that he's given me. So make sure to do that. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and I hope it's very helpful for you as you think through planning a sermon series. If you want to get down into some of the nuts and bolts, we've created a sermon series planner PDF Mm -hmm. where it takes these steps and basically breaks them down point by point. So you could print the planner out, take it to your planning meeting with your team and just really work through it. So it's in the notes and it's for free. So you can download this PDF and you can, you can use it today. Yeah. Hey, we appreciate you so much uh, for tuning in to hello church. I know that we're going to be working on a new episode pretty soon. It's going to be how to preach through a book of the Bible. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, if you haven't liked us or subscribed to us on uh, YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Turn on the, the notifications so you get that alert. Or on Spotify, iTunes, of course, subscribe there. And we only accept five-star reviews, so, you know. Um, if you do four, it just... It, it'll reject it. Just reject it. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to give us a one-star just for that. Just for that. Just for that. Oh, no. Thank you for listening or watching, whichever you're doing. Make sure to, like Justin said, like and review us. And we'll see you next time on Hello Church.